0: Before we get started, we want to take this time to thank our great friends over at Telehell, TV Guidance Counselor, It Was a Thing on TV, Host at Home, and other great podcasts that we, that we can check out. And also, you can visit us on YouTube, look for Retro Cirque. that's R-E-T-R-O-C-I-R-Q. We post great commercials and skits twice weekly, produced by our friends at Yardline Studios. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, this is Yarno from Yardline Studios, and you're listening to the Under the Cirque podcast, the show that goes behind the scenes of our YouTube channel, Retro Cirque, and a whole lot more. And this is episode number 14, Hauling Betas. Yes, people, that's right. We've tried to change up the format of the show again um, with a new introduction and everything. And right about now, I'm actually digitizing a lot of Betamaxes that we've found from the same guy that um, we've uh, reached out to. And he reached out to us, and I found it on uh, Facebook and everything. And basically, though, um, we've managed to find it, it basically it was a gold mine. If you, if you get what I mean, um, this whole thing was started like four years ago, like in 2018, back when this channel went under a different name and people loved it. Um, people love the, um, vintage commercials, uh, especially from the, uh, South Florida area from the Miami Fort Lauderdale area. And, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, a lot of places uh have a lot of love you know new york has a lot of love i mean if you let me hang on for a moment yeah new york had a lot of love wp new york boston had a lot of love uh philadelphia los angeles chicago um texas i mean you can think of dallas and houston had a lot of love even the smaller uh, areas of texas like um Oh, I, I don't know. Um, at the top of my head, Austin or something like that—they got more love. But South Florida, um, we're one of the most unique markets in the country. Um, the fact that our television stations are both bilingual—they're um, very—they're—they're they're in the even field. You know, you have uh, Channel 23 and Channel 51, which is the Univision and Telemundo affiliate, and they're on par with the English language stations like Channel Seven, which is WSVN, Channel Ten, WPLG, um, WTVJ, which is now, which has been NBC Six and uh, WFOR, and those stations in itself has a unique history. Um, and if you watch our videos a couple of years ago, I did a documentary. Um, in most cases, uh, we need a documentary on how a big change in South Florida had forever um, changed the game in everything. Um, to give you the synopsis of it, um, in the early in the mid '80s, um, the owner of WTVJ, uh, Lewis Wolfson, unfortunately passed away, and he never got a chance to tell what happened to his stations or his his properties that was easily taken over by the investment firm KKR Colbert Kravitz, and Roberts if you've seen the movie have um, you seen the movie uh, uh, what was that movie uh, Wall Street if you've seen Wall Street uh, you get the idea you know they had the Gordon Geckos. I mean after all it is the 80s So long story short, guys, uh, KKR bought Wometco Enterprises, the company that owns WTVJ, for about $1 billion in 1984. Okay, keep in mind, this is 1984 money over here. This is not 2022 money. So $1 billion, they bought the whole Wometco Enterprises, including WTVJ. And now, and then, fast forward a few years later, um, they had no choice but to sell WTVJ because the company KKR wanted to keep uh, Store Communications, which was based here in South Florida. So um, that's what happened. So here's, so here's, you can check this out on on a YouTube channel, which one executive explained why they had to sell it to NBC. Yeah, this is this is the real truth. Um, Before it was going to be sold to NBC, um, they were made a deal with Lorimar Telepictures and uh, Lorimar was ready to sell, ready to buy the station, but they were going to lose money from the sale. So when NBC or at the time owned by General Electric came along, they broke even. That's the short of it. So that's pretty much where things were at, you know, in terms of the South Florida history. Um, And then, of course, you saw the domino effect. Uh, Channel 7, which was WSVN, which was NBC, um, became an independent, which carried Fox programming. And rather than buy syndicated shows like every other Fox station at the time, they decided to go into the news territory. The rest is history. Uh, CBS, which, which Channel 6, WCIX, which used to be an independent, like a traditional independent, became a CBS-owned station, and then they had to reinvent themselves with uh, Six Action News, and then when they switched affiliations or switched stations to Channel 4, the IP, the intellectual property of WCIX, went to Channel 4, and the rest is history. So, we're in a very unique situation here, especially in South Florida. And there's a lot of Boston connections too. You know, WSVN's parent company, Sunbeam Television, bought WHDH TV in the mid-90s. And uh honestly, under that under the Anzin ownership, you can tell the station was a lot more profitable than it was under the Muger ownership. And let's be honest though when you're more profitable it it doesn't matter if you're sensational or anything full disclosure we know friends at the station so that's the reason why I just need to get this out of the way so this whole thing this is one of the reasons why we accepted some of the beta tapes but apparently we don't have enough room nor do we have enough nor do I have enough time to be able to digitize a lot and It was a real, real, real experience for me, you know. And if you really watch our channel, um, you may remember that a couple of years ago, um, I posted up a commercial featuring this character named Rhonda from Honda. Um, It was a very weirdly funny, it was a really funny commercial. And when I first saw it, I instantly thought of the Ford Fever commercial from the 80s, and I was like why is honda ripping off the ford campaign you know it's like both and and, and that's the thing um and that's the thing about those commercials it's <laughs> it's funny but it was the 80s but we can accept the fact that it was a product of its time but it just felt funny in certain cases though um like the character i mean i only found two commercials I, I don't know if I'm going to find more, to be frankly honest, but if we don't find those those more commercials, I'm sure Dave's might find it, um, Benoni might find those commercials as well, um, you'll check it out on either one of, the, one of those channels, because as, as I mentioned before, and if you listen to the special announcement that we have teamed up, we have teamed up to bring you more commercials, because honestly i can't really i don't have enough room at my place okay that's the main reason why i decided to practically outsource the off-air memories you know i mean it's it's not like we we had a it's not like we had a choice but after seeing the first batch the first box they gave me in like a couple of years and i looked at how much those tapes are um i had to look at myself and then be like hey It's just not what, it's just not what we were, I mean, it's not, it is what we were looking for, it's just that, do we have enough room to keep it on our shelves, if you know what I mean. Hopefully, Dave's and Pannoni would keep the promos and keep the commercials and everything just like we do here at Retro Cirque, but it's their channel, we can't tell them what to do, Um, we can't really tell them what to do because, hey, it's how they run their channel, you know, some them like to keep the promos and everything and some of them just do it in a different way um so that's pretty much it and with that being said i just want to thank you for listening to this week's uh under the cirque podcast our executive producer is vincent avril francois and of course you can follow us everywhere you see the Retro Cirque logo on and remember the spelling is r-e-t-r-o-c-i-r-q and, of course, um, you can follow and you can help us support us through our Cirque merchandise. Uh, we are very thankful that you guys supported us in every step of the way. We are so fortunate to keep um, doing this podcast. We are so thankful to the many actors who have been part of this channel and helping to bring you great content over the past few years. With that being said, I am Yarno. And I hope to hear from you soon. And I hope you guys to catch up with more of this crazy podcast down the road. Thank you for listening. And you make it a good one.